This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one. No introduction needed, you sexy sons of bitches. Welcome back to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. I have a very, very special guest. And I always say special, but this one's really special. Because next to him, if you're watching this on video, I look like a goblin. And you would you would dress it you would dress in a leather jacket while I look like a like a healthy vagina today. <laughs> is there pink in a vagina? Yes, there is. And you, I mean, sorry, yellow, pink, of course. Yes, there is. <laughs> you should know. You're married. You son uh, of a bitch. <laughs> in fact, I am. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> you look like a pink lemonade. That's true. Baby. <laughs> today we have Yoshi Sudarso. Now you hey. may remember him from a video where I groped him and I slapped his fresh little tushy. Mm. Yes, and I did that as a heterosexual male, and I am completely okay with that. You should be. You should be okay too. Sub Yoshi, what's up, Boo Boo? <laughs> so we've been we've been training together. We have. Yeah, He's so. been kicking my ass. <laughs> no, that's not true at all. This fool does not know how strong he is. <laughs> I swear to God. You know, I'm still sore from uh from the last time we rolled on Friday. Oh shit! I'm still sore. I don't because when we roll. I don't do that often, but then, yeah. you know, because I'm so new to it, everything I do is... You I'm just so, tense everything up? Yeah, yeah, I'm so tense, so my triceps were sore, <laughs> my bicep, my back, and my groin was sore. Just because I'm not used to, you know, when we, when it, when you have side control, you have to kind of like spread your legs out and put your weight on somebody. I think my groin got sore from that. That's the flexibility. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to freaking stretch with me. That's what happens. No, because, <laughs> that's because when you stretch me, I feel like I'm in prison. It's just terrible. <laughs> Yeah, we should, we should actually show him videos of you uh, dude, being stretched out. Dude, it hurts so bad. But it's so good. Afterwards, you're like, oh, this is so great. It's so bad. You just you, bitch about it the whole way through. That's because <laughs> I'm not a stuntman, dude. I don't do that. I, I like to complain my way through things, dude. No, no, we complain all the time. No, you're getting good at sparring, though. <laughs> I mean, we don't I, don't... I don't like sparring that much. Oh, my God. Just because, like, it's painful. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I prefer, I prefer, like, uh, partner drills. Yeah, yeah. Partner drills are fun, and, and that way you get like used to the movements. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like when I'm sparring, I'm just trying not to close my eyes. When you when you, <laughs> it's because we when we start doing partner drills more often, it'll start to click for you. Yeah. yeah so yeah. we do partner drill, partner drill, partner drill. Um, that eventually starts to go into your sparring, and yeah. then after a while, it just happens. So like I I don't have much set combos, but because I'm I'm more used to kicking. Like yeah. I'll, I like to set up my kicks a lot. So a lot of the times when <laughs> <laughs> you're Fucking kicks. <laughs> I, <laughs> they, he blasted me three in a row, and each time he did, he kind of looked at me. He's like, "Hey, you gotta block that." I'm like, "I'm trying." <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> think I'm not trying? I'm trying. <laughs> I'm about to throw up after each one. <laughs> yeah, like I. Uh, it's interesting because, uh, like Bart, when I when I spar Bart, Bart has like center block hands, so he, oh, he'll jab me, and then my whole face hurts. I'm like, 
Ow. <laughs> but, you know, he's, he's going soft. It's just he has heavy fucking hands. He's just a solid dude. Yeah, so I'm glad he uses 16-ounce gloves. If he doesn't, I'd be obliterated. <laughs> uh, but you have, a, you have a movie coming out. Oh, I so, do. so check this out, dude. So I don't. Do you do you remember the first time I met you? I can't. I can't. I can't remember the exact time. Not the exact. Yeah. Yeah, but you were doing uh, stunts, uh-huh. and uh, so he was doing stunts at uh, Universal Studios, right? Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And this fool lost his fucking front teeth. Oh yeah. <laughs> How the fuck did that happen? All right. So uh, okay, um, Universal Studios. I don't know. If how many people have actually seen the show, but there's mm-hmm. a character who gets lit on fire and he falls 45 feet to his death or into the water, right? Yeah. And uh, so I, I do that part and that's just one of the things that we do on the show. And when we were learning it, the first couple weeks of rehearsal, you know, I'd never done anything like that. They hired me because I could jump from that high and it was fine. They're like, well, you have to fall a specific way. And the reason why you have to fall a specific way is because there's fire on you and you want to keep the fire behind you. So you want to mm. run and fall forward. And as you're falling forward, you want to keep that fire behind you. And as you fall forward, your head dips to the, uh, closer to the water. And at that point, the fire will envelop you. So you have to turn when that point happens so that the fire is now still behind you. So basically, like if you're here, your head is facing the water. You're going down. The fire's behind you. As you're falling like this, the fire's going to do this. So you have to turn. So you fall this way. It's so confusing. What the <laughs> but fuck? But it's actually That's pretty so... simple. No, once it's you not. Get it, once you get it yeah. and you see it. But basically, you just want to keep the fire behind you at all times. Mm-hmm. And if you don't twist, the fire will envelop you, basically. Um, because if you keep falling like this and all the way, it'll just cover you. Holy shit. Well, so, let me move this fall real quick. Oh, yeah. It's like... So basically you just want to keep the fire behind you. And so the move is you, it's called a step off Branny. And I've. Is that Siri? That's (laughs) tight. That's tight. Yo, shut up, Siri. It's podcast world. doesn't matter. There can be distractions. (laughs) Anyway, so that's the idea. You step off Branny, you miss one leg and you fall and you spin and you fall back onto your feet. I've never done that. They were like, oh, dude, it's just like a cartwheel. It's fine. I do it's electric. just like a cartwheel. Basically, they're like, it's a cartwheel. You know, you just, and then as you're falling, you miss your leg and you keep twisting. I was like, cool, sweet, I'll try it. So I I cartwheel to my left and I twist to my left, which is a problem. Mm. They do opposite. They cartwheel to their right and they twist to their left. So when I did it, I take off my leg, left leg out, and I try to spin it. Actually, like, barreled me double times and it spun me out of control. I fell flat on my face. And the speed and the height hitting the water felt like concrete. And I basically hit the water like this on my (gasps) chin. And it just went, I I didn't have my teeth closed, so I clacked. Luckily, my tongue wasn't out or I would have lost my tongue. But I clacked my teeth together and it just cracked the top six. And when I got out, I was like, yo, that hurt like a mother. (laughs) And they were like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, yeah, it's just my tongue feels weird. What? And I spat all my teeth out. I was like, uh, that's not good. <laughs> but it was like a whole year process and they ended up getting me. I would have me- screamed. <laughs> I would have screamed. <laughs> it was pretty bad. When you, when you, how, how was your bottom teeth? The bottom teeth were fine. Cause it's the bottom. I had a pretty bad buck tooth. Mm. So the bottom teeth kind of hit it at an angle where it was like half. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't like this. It hit like that because. <sighs> 
So I hit the ha- the the back half of my tooth, so it cracked the half to the bottom. So I had like shark teeth for a while, and I went to it was on a Friday. It happened on a Friday, so I went to the doctors that day and the dentist. They checked X-ray, make sure my nothing was broken, my ribs weren't broken. I was bruised. My chest was bruised, and um, you know my chin was bruised, but nothing was broken aside from my teeth. So we went to the dentist. They gave me these fake caps for the weekend. Yeah, and they were like, "We're gonna get you veneers, all that stuff. It's gonna be great." I was like, "Cool." What is the process for veneers? Uh, so it's different for everyone. It depends on what it is. So three of my teeth were cracked all the way to the roots. So they have to do a root canal and put like, yeah, um, a, I guess a beam or whatever in those three teeth. The other ones were just cracked to half of it. So they could just put a cap over it. They like smooth it out, put a cap over it and it's done. But the others, I had to do root canals. So I had to wait for all the root canals and they can only do one at a time or something like that. And also they were like, hey, it looks like your teeth kind of got pushed forward when you did it. So we kinda have to, we're going to have to like pull it back. Otherwise, you'll have, you know, buck teeth. And I was like, I've been having buck teeth. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't need to know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, they, they fixed my teeth. They, you know, kind of put retainers to pull my teeth back. I, I had braces all throughout high school like headgear and everything. So it did, it was already like, I had bad buck tooth, like out to here. I couldn't close my mouth. And then they had to pull it back in for high school. And then it kind of went back because of uh, not wearing retainers. And then Mm. when I hit my teeth, it went out even further. So they kind of pulled it back to, uh, I guess, an aesthetic uh, position. And shit. So they did that all for free because it was all under insurance, technically, because it happened on the job. Yeah. And uh, so it was all about a year-long process, mostly because they had to pull the teeth back. Yeah. And then, uh, so I had like temporary veneers for about a year and that shit kept popping off. Like I would lose it. I would like, oh, I wake up and there wasn't, you know, I'd, I'd lose a tooth. I was like, where'd it go? So I'd have to go to the dentist and they'd have to put it back in, whatever. It'd be loose. That's it's, fucking Oh man, it was crazy, a pain in the butt. Dude. But I couldn't close my mouth until after that happened. Like when I, any like photos that I have, I was like, had a bit of a gap because my mouth couldn't close. Holy shit. Yeah. How, much, how, how much do you know how much that would have cost? It was you? about like above above 10 grand. Fuck, yeah, dude. For six teeth, yeah. So it was good. It was a, a blessing in disguise. Well, how did you lose your teeth and they ask you, oh, you're a kid? You're like, I'm fine. Because <laughs> well, I was like, it did, it hurt, but I was like, I'm good. I'm not like, I don't feel anything horrible except my tongue feels weird. You have a good threshold for pain. <laughs> well, that was the thing. As soon as I spat my teeth, I was like, oh. And I did that and all the wind went up my nerves. Oh, dude, I fell to my knees because oh, it was so painful. Shit. I did not realize. I was like, as soon as I did that, all the wind just hit all my nerves, dude, open I, nerves. I didn't go to a dentist for like years, right? Because I was like, my, te- <laughs> my, my teeth are fucking fine, dude. And I've never, had a, I've never had a cavity. So I didn't know what that shit was like. I fucking hate the dentist. So I haven't gone in years. And then Mariel was my girlfriend. She was just, you know, you should probably go to the dentist, right? Because I started having like toothaches and shit. And I was like... <laughs> That ain't nothing. I never had a fucking cavity before. Now, mind you, I, the biggest reason why I've never had a cavity because I, you know, I always brush my teeth. I do all that other shit, but I never drink soda. I don't really drink candy, mm. and nothing, nothing that really corrodes my teeth. Not until like six years ago, I started drinking a lot of soda. So, uh, in terms of like Diet Coke, like I love Diet Coke for some reason. I don't know why. Why Diet Coke? That's not even taste as good. I don't know why. But so here's <laughs> the thing: like I, I didn't used to like that shit, and then fucking two people in my life, um, my friend Dan Fisher, and then Bart. 
got me into soda. <laughs> These stupid sons of bitches. Because he would talk about soda like it's delicious. Like Bart talks about soda like a crackhead talks about fucking crack rock. Like that's exactly how he talks about it. He's like, oh, dude, when you fill it up with this tall glass and you put like 75% ice and you pour that Coke can in there. I'm like, you know what? That's not, that's not delicious. <laughs> and so they, I, I, didn't, I didn't really like soda. Like I, I liked soda here and there, but it would be only with like pizza or or a burger or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, he got me to the point where I just like to drink soda in general. Uh, and then next thing you know, I started getting toothaches and shit. And lo and behold, I had three cavities. And then I, I talked to my dentist, and they they were like, "Oh, how many cavities have you had before?" I was like, "I've never had cavities before." I'm like, "Oh, that's pretty good for somebody your age. Like nobody for not having cavities." So, and I haven't had a deep cleaning or anything. Or cleaning in in a while. Oh, okay. And so they're like, oh, you need a deep cleaning now. And they, first of all, I've never had a deep cleaning before. I didn't know what that mm. shit feels like, right? And so they'll, so I'm talking to the lady and she goes, I was like, well, for the deep cleaning, does it really hurt? She goes, no, it doesn't hurt. And I was like, it'll be fine. And I was like, well, she I was like, well, she goes, but, you know, some people do find it painful. So we can give you a couple of shots, numbing shots, and then you'll be okay. I was like, hold on a second. You said some people. I'm not some people. Just, oh just, my god! I was like, just numb it out. I'll, I'll be fine. <laughs> I was like, just numb it out. What the fuck? Don't put me in the category of these some people. I ain't no fucking bitch. Fucking numb. Just put the gel on. She does talk. I'm talking about the first five seconds. I said, Ugh. <laughs> but I'm so fucking stubborn. I just took the pain for the the first session for the first half of my face, and they only do half your face because it swells up so much and it hurts. And so after we were done, she goes, so it wasn't that bad, right? I looked at this bitch right in her face. I said, you fucking lied to me. I was like, that was one of the, the worst pains of my life. How dare you? And she goes, oh, you didn't say anything. I was like, because I didn't want to be a bitch. I was like, how, how many people just get the numbing thing? She goes, almost nobody. I was like, why'd you say that it doesn't hurt then? You fucking liar. I was in so much pain <laughs> it hurts so bad they literally just take this rotating drill and they grind your teeth down like i had no idea nobody told me <laughs> nobody fucking told me that's what it like and you just get this steel hook and they just drag it across your yep. teeth yep. it feels like they, they were ripping chunks of my gum out that's what it felt like and nobody told me that shit dude i fucking hate <laughs> the dentist bro i've lived with the dentist like for ever since yeah. i was no i oh, mean since you're a little kid i was like seventh grade all the way to junior year in high school i had my teeth were so bad braces for four plus years yeah and do you know what a headgear is uh it, i mean i remember seeing from like Steve so Hurt. yeah it's basically they get this metal piece and and your braces itself has a metal piece that has a hole in it and you click it onto it and then it wraps around your head and you tighten that shit. So basically pulls everything back because my buck tooth were so bad that they needed more than just the braces to pull it. <laughs> I didn't have a good childhood high school time. Dude, what the fuck, man? <laughs> People were like, how did you get bullied in high school? Like, you're big. I was like, dog, I was this height. But 125 pounds. 125 pounds and fucked up teeth. Every, <laughs> everybody said I ate grenades for breakfast. <laughs> they <talk. laughs> I had some messed up teeth. And Peter has never had braces. He's got perfect teeth. Oh, what the fuck? He has never had to get braces. His teeth are perfect. It looks like it's veneers. Yeah. But I have perfect eyesight and he's got horrible eyesight. Okay. So we're like, all right, cool. cool. You got to wear glasses and I got a freaking headgear on my head. You Luckily, were, you yeah. weren't born here, right? No, no, no. We were both born in Indonesia. When did you guys come here? Nine years old. Well, I was nine. It was like 1998. Oh, that's, that's fairly late. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh shit! So when you you couldn't speak any English? Nah, none. Well, I mean, we knew a little bit. Like, yo, I remember this one phrase that my uh, teacher in Indonesia, the English teacher, taught us. May I please want to go bathroom? <laughs> Swear to you, that is exactly what I learned on how to use to, how to ask to use Russian. Oh, that stupid bitch! <laughs> I was like, that. What the fuck? That's not even English. <laughs> you trying to get me messed up out here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like bad grammar, bad, you know, you don't say bathroom, <laughs> yeah. you say restroom. Bathroom is like for your house. Uh-huh. You're like, ah, oh. I'm in school asking for the bathroom. They're like, the restroom is over here. Oh, what like, the oh, fuck? Oh, God. <laughs> Dang, that must have been rough though, like not knowing how to speak English. Yeah, but co- we got, we were lucky in the sense of we, we were able to, Peter and I, we were like, I right, no more Indonesian. We can't speak to each other in it. And we weren't that tight anyways with each other at that age. So we didn't have any friends who spoke Indonesian. So we were like forced to go full mode, like just learn the English or you're fucked. Yeah. But because of that, our accent is pretty pretty much diminished. Peter has like no accent. I've got a little bit, but... Yeah, compared to him. Yeah. Uh, you have... I, I wouldn't have noticed it unless you mentioned it a while ago. Yeah. I wouldn't have noticed. But like for... Yeah, Peter, you would never know. Yeah. And that's why his Indonesian is also worse than mine. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. I, I, Well, I can speak it better. I, I mean, I, granted, I've been working there now lately, and, and that helps for me to get it back. But even before that, my Indonesian accent was already better. He Did you sounds... guys get bullied because of that shit? Because I know, like, yeah, it's, it's it's kind of hard, especially, like, at that age. Like, I think kids don't understand that people are different, and they just... Even adults do that shit, but it's worse when you're kids. Yeah. You know? Well, the stupid thing is, like, I went to an, a predominantly Asian school. So I wasn't bullied for being Asian because everybody else was fucking Asian. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, I was a weird type of Asian. Like, they're like, what kind of food is this? You know, they were used to, it was mostly Korean and uh, Filipino. And I was like, Filipino's food is similar. Like, yeah. what? but they, I had certain foods that, that just was weird. And, and, uh, I w- they were like Indonesia. Where is Indonesia? Yeah, and it was just I don't know. It was a weird thing that I was like thinking back. I'm like, we were all Asians, dude. Like, yeah. what the heck? You know, like Indonesian food. When I first had it, I couldn't like put my finger on it. Like I when I ate it, I was like, oh, this is some different shit. It's <laughs> it's different, dude. Yeah. They it's, like sweet. They like spicy. It's just all over the place. Like I don't know. I don't know how to put my finger on it, right? So if somebody told me like, "Oh, what is Indonesian food like?" It's like, "Fuck, I don't know, man." It's like a mix between like Thai food, Indian food, and Filipino food. <laughs> like that's actually the perfect way. To, that's what I would have said. Yeah, like yeah. It's, but it looks. It tastes more mild than it looks. So like Thai food is yeah. intense as fuck. Everything is so intense, right? And it's it's delicious in its own right. Yeah. But Indonesian food looks like that. But then it's it's toned down, and you can't describe Indonesian food as Singaporean food, like in because the, like, then what the fuck is that? <laughs> you know? S- like Singaporean Malaysian. food is everything. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, they're like, what's that? I was like, like Malaysian food. Like, what's Malaysian food? You yeah, know, like, it's just like a mix between all that Thai, Vietnamese. It's just all of that bunched into one, and it was so interesting because I, you know. I took you guys to the the Borneo. Yeah, yeah that yeah. place is so damn. Yeah. That place is so damn good, man. And that's I the first that time I had. Because uh, I used to always eat the the Indomie, the the Migore, <laughs> the little packets, the little eighty cent pack, the forty cent pack, fucking shit. I never had the real shit before, you know. So yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. this is what it's gonna taste like, but it doesn't. Yeah. And the the handmade noodles are so fucking good, man. Oh, 
Bro, we got. I gotta take you because there's like in Indonesia they have this thicker noodle that's like. If I mean, I like I love thick noodles better mm. than thin noodles. So like mie goreng and all those stuff, they're thinner noodles. But there's a bunch of places in Indonesia that, where they make their noodles and it's hand pulled noodles, and it's we call it mikriting and then or mikaret and it's like thicker. And basically, mm. karet means rubber, but it's like it's thick and it's oh, dude, so juicy. Dude, the Indonesian language sounds like. Uh, it literally sounds like a Filipino person with dementia. That's what, <laughs> <laughs> that shit, that language is so fucking wild. Because I was watching um, The Raid. The Raid. One oh. of my favorite like indie action films ever, dude. It is so fucking intense. Yeah. And so when I was watching The Raid, it the translations cracked me up. It would be like this a whole bunch of Indonesian words. And then the translation just says, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck did all these syllables and sounds come from, dude? The language is intense. Nothing sounds like it. Yeah. Nothing sounds like Indonesian. The closest would be Tagalog. Yeah. We actually have similar words, like yeah. actual, the same words, but we're, I think we're quicker. Yeah. We're like, yeah, yeah, we're fast. And it's, it's hard because sometimes I'm like, because I think of how, it's actually not that fast, mm. but when you are hearing it it sounds fast and then so when i speak it I, I try to talk a little faster and they're like you slow down i was like yeah but you don't slow down yeah. what? but then when i think about it i was like oh okay i'm just going too fast it's like hindi and filipino like the filipino like tagalog put together or something yeah it's, it's so fucking wild when you were <laughs> but you were in indonesia to do a film i was yeah i did that uh so a year and a half ago i agent just calls me out of nowhere i was like yo we got a film for you they want you to play this character I didn't know what it was. Uh, I was like, okay, is it a small character? I don't remember auditioning for this. Like, no, it's from Indonesia. I was like, whoa, home country. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll take a look at it. I read it. The script was all in full in English. And then I, I, I you know, you do like that that search for the character name. And I was like, oh, my name comes up a lot. Mm. I was like, they, they, I'm either a pretty main character or I get talked about a lot. Yeah, like but they just decided it's you <laughs> without, yeah. without even talking to you. They're like, it's going to be him. Well, exactly. That's why I was like, there's no way it's a main character. Yeah. And when I finished reading it, I was like, yo, he's, I think he's the lead. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, I think so too. Uh, you know, my agent like, I don't know what's going on. Okay, let's let's have a chat with this director. And I chatted with the director like three days after the script. And he was like, yeah, so how's your Indo? Um, I was like, yeah, it's not that great. He's like, it's okay. Mine's not that good either. But uh, the script is going to be, it's going to be like half Indo, half English. You cool, cool with that? I was like, yeah, sure. It should be okay. You know, because it's a script. I can mm -hmm. memorize it. And then he was like, cool. I want you here next week. So, Holy what? shit. Uh, yeah. I was like, uh, I mean, you know, talk to my agents, make sure everything's cool and whatever. He's like, yep. Within a week, I was in Indonesia prepping for the film. Oh, what the fuck? So the reason why it was so quick, because like I had a, a month of prep and then we shot for two months. And the reason why it was so quick was because basically they had been trying to do this movie for about two years. Oh, shit. It is a passion project of the director. It's a Western, right? And then that's not been done in Indonesia before and to the scale that it was. So basically, they've been pushing for this for two years and they'd already cast everybody. My character was cast, blah, blah, blah. Come to the time where it was going to shoot because they kept pushing it back, pushing it back. The guy had already booked another film in Korea playing like the lead villain. So he was like, I, I can't leave. I'm already stuck on this. So they had to recast. They like looked for castings in Indonesia and there just wasn't somebody who had the English and had the Indo, I think. And it was just like, 
I think he wanted also a fresh face. I don't know what it was that made it, but God put it all together. And he was like, here you go. Yeah. Take Yoshi. Because I was like, yo, how did you find me? He's like, I honestly don't remember. And then you just kept popping up out of nowhere. So I decided to reach out to your agents. Yeah. And I was like, so you don't really remember how you found me? He's like, I have no idea. It's probably like looking up Google or whatever, you know, I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, it was really crazy. And I'd never, you know, like a direct book that's, that's out of my world. Like I was never, you know, somebody who would get direct book for anything. So it was really cool to, to do this. And then the fact that it was a character, the character itself was born in Indonesia, moved to America, learned the American ways. Yeah. And then came back and was like, wait, what now? Yeah. So basically when I went back, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And it yeah. paralleled so well because in the movie that happens, I do stupid things and then they're like, it's not how you do things here. Whereas for me, I grew up in Indonesia and I spoke the language, but only as a nine-year-old, right? That was the max. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So the way I spoke was a bit childish. And in Indonesia, you don't usually, sometimes you don't say, I blah, 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 blah. It's, you say your name. So like third person, like Yoshi, would like some water whatever mm. right something like that and that's what how i spoke to my parents uh -huh. and i did still and that was normal and when i went to indonesia i kind of hung out more with the two girl co-stars because my, the guy co-star he was uh on another film for a while so he wasn't prepping with us so the two girls were hanging out with me mostly and they were helping me with the in indonesian and all that stuff we were working on the script and every time they were asked like oh uh pevita do you want something she'll be like yeah pevita wants uh, me goreng for lunch mm. whatever right so i got used to that so i would do the same thing and i would i was trying to speak my indo like use it more yeah, often yeah. practice it and i would do that and then you know people would hear that and then after a month of this and we started going to shooting the guy co-star we've gotten closer but he's heard me say it all that stuff and he kind of looks at me like during a break because i said it like i was like oh yo she wants whatever right so he was like he looks at me he's like man i really like you and I think this is going to be great. Like, you're a cool dude. He was, he's from New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, he was like, same thing, nine years old, moves to New Zealand, grew up there. But when he was 18, he moved to Indonesia to pursue acting. Oh, so he'd sure. been there for about 10 years yeah. over me, you know? And he was like, so his Indo is great now. But he also had that same thing. And he was like, like, I love you, man, but why do you keep talking about yourself in the third person? I'm like, what you mean? Yeah, that's what everybody else does. <laughs> that's what everyone's doing. Like he's like, who? Well, I've always done it, you know, uh, growing up, and and Pavita and Mika does it, you know, the yeah. two girls. And he was like, yeah, if you're a girl, are you trying to be cute? I was <laughs> like, oh my god, are you kidding me? He's like, yeah, you're basically walking around going like, um, can I have this? Uh, I was like, no. What you, the fuck did they tell you? I know. That's what I'm saying. The girls didn't think anything of it because they were like, oh, how cute. That's so fucking funny, dude. And then all the people who were like getting me the food, et cetera, et cetera, they were like afraid to say anything. Like, oh, because you were like the lead? Right. They didn't want to make me feel bad or whatever. But he was like, dude, it's kind of, it's annoying. Uh, <laughs> you need to stop. I was like. Thank you. <laughs> I had no idea. I was like, well, you should have said something, you asshole. Like, I'm walking here to look like a dumbass and shit. Can I, can I please have some can water? <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's so <laughs> Damn, that's just mortifying, dude. Yeah, I was like, and I'm over here trying to be the tough guy. I'm playing the character who's like, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like. <sighs> that's crazy. But so when you, when you went back to, well, you were there for a while, dude. So I was out there for three months initially for that first yeah, uh, film. Yeah, it was a long time, dude. And then I. I left. I came back here. And then 
the movie came out within six months. So they were like, come on back. We're going to premiere the movie. We need you here for a month of like interviews, this and that and that. So I stayed for a month. And when the movie premiered, a director saw the movie and was like, he's the guy I've been looking for for my next movie. So he was like, hey, my movie starts in like less than a month. You mind sticking around, prepping for this movie, and then we'll shoot the movie, and then you can go home. So I stayed for another basically three months to do this next film. But this next film was harder because it was th- my last character. Like he was born in Indonesia, moved to America, yeah, yeah. so there was a reason why his Indonesian wasn't good. This character grew All up Indonesia. in Indonesia, yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Fuck!" So you had to practice, and it was slang. Like the first one, at least it was like formal you know so no matter what it's going to sound a little awkward and it's okay because it's a period piece that's fine yeah whereas this one was slang and i was like it's it's like somebody who's completely an immigrant me like yo what's up dog that kind of thing and just not right like hitting it right and i was like i don't want to not hit it right and they're like we'll work with you and it that one was harder way 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 harder but they were like it's fine because you sound like the indonesians who've lived here all their lives but they went to an international school. Ah, uh, okay. And then their character is a rich kid. Yeah. So it's okay for that. I was like, okay. Okay. I'll take that. That's crazy. Yeah. What what age do you normally play when you do these films? Because you look so, young. Yeah. So here, I look hella young. I can play maybe 25 at the oldest, right? Yeah. Unless I grow a beard or whatever. So in Indo, I played... The first one was a 28-year-old, but I had a full beard. Um, and then the second one... I played a 30-year-old, but I did not have a beard. Yeah. But it's okay because everybody else looks young. Oh, that's right. I keep, I, oh, yeah, I keep on thinking about it. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's Everyone right. else looks young. In America, and, you look young, but over there, yeah. you're, just, you're just normal. I just, I'm like a normal person because oh, everyone else you looks like your, that. Was that your actual facial hair? Yeah, that's all my face. Oh, you lucky son of a bitch. I've been trying to grow this shit out. <laughs> I shaved two days ago. <laughs> and this shit is as far as this comes out. That's hilarious. I have not been able to grow facial hair. Like, At I, all? Like anywhere here? I only started growing leg hair when I was like 20. No way. Yeah. So I'm leg like, hair? Yeah, like leg hair when I was 20. And then I started growing this facial hair, like this here and here, like this under stuff here, probably like two years ago. Wow. Yeah. So like I didn't know that I was walking around like with like these little strands of hair because <laughs> I just didn't have them. And then my mom looked at me. She goes, why do you look so fucking dirty? I was like, what do you mean? She goes, shave your the under part of your fucking neck. And I was like, <laughs> I, was like I don't oh have hair God. there. She goes, you do. And I looked, there's just these long like strands here. And I never noticed it out of nowhere. It just started growing. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Yo, I still have the, the shaving cream back at home. I don't know where it is now. Maybe my mom threw it away now. But uh, when I went back like a year or two ago, the same can of shaving cream my mom got me. Uh, in college for as a going away thing <laughs> and it's never been used i've never had to use it it was it's like this white and navy blue nevea fucking men's shaving cream and i hey i have the same one i just didn't <laughs> it's there and it's been it's like fucking like 10 years old like I, i've never needed to use it but i mean like so you use you would use a razor if you shaved rather than yeah, like it was like there was like a couple of strands but it was i didn't need shaving cream for seven <laughs> hairs you know it would just swipe 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 and i was done the only time i would use shaving cream was to fucking shave my pubes that's about it and i was like good i need this one now but other than that like i just never had facial hair like even my my arms are relatively yeah you're pretty because i have i have facial i have hair you got a shit like, ton of veins yeah <laughs> you buff motherfucker you have any idea if i look like you i would use it for evil i would use oh my god i would use it for evil i have to giggle my way into the pussy dude this shit sucks and you've been in love with your girl since you were like three years old you fucking loser who does that nine bro nine, nine. Oh, that's right my bad nine, nine. So, so this is the this is the dumbest thing i've ever heard in my life but it's very cute 
I say dumb because it's cute. He has been in love with the same girl since he moved to America and then married this girl. To this day, they're still together. That's the craziest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. You guys have been together since you were nine or ten. No, no, we've been together since we were. I was twenty one. Twenty one, but so you liked this. I've since loved her since I was nine. I, I saw her, I met her, and I was like, "Mom, that's the girl I want to marry." And it took me twelve years to get her to like me. But she also, the thing is, she was like so good. She didn't date anyone in high school. Oh, really? I'm her first boyfriend. Oh shit! Yeah. What the fuck? That's wild. Her, she listened to her parents when her parents were like, no dating until after high school. And after high school, she was like, okay. I mean, when it happens, it happens. And then yeah. I just happened to be the one that was there. Holy fucking shit, dude. Well, yeah. well, what, I mean, do you remember as a nine-year-old when you saw her that made you say, Psh, I'm going to get that ass. Like, what made you? <laughs> I mean, that's probably I not know. what you would have said. But I mean, I, I totally say. remember it. I mean, I said it in Indo, obviously, because I didn't speak the language. And I remember Peter going like, oh, I'm going to help this fool out. But, like, when we were, like, a year older, we had sort of English repertoire, you know? Peter told her friends yeah, to, like, yo, can you hook him up kind of thing. But that wasn't what happened. Her friends were, like, yo, she likes him. <laughs> yeah. And I hated Peter for it. I yeah. was, like, you son of a bitch. Peter would do that little ADD motherfucker. <laughs> I know. And I was, like, what? why would you do that? He was, oh, like, trying to help. I was, like, you liar. You yeah. Know? But... You know, that ended up being... That's so funny. Yeah. He's like, you know what? My brother needs some help. I'm going to help him get this fucking pussy, this American pussy. <laughs> you lied, dude. He's like, you <laughs> stupid son of a bitch. I would have kicked his fucking ass. <laughs> it was yeah, so funny. It was, it was rough. And me and... Uh, the thing is, like, Sarah was like the princess of our church, right? So mm. we had all the guys that we were all friends with. We all liked her. So we were like, yo. It was like 13 years old. We all made a pact. No one's going to ask her out. No one's going to date her. We yeah. can't do that because it's going to just break up our friendship. Okay, yeah. cool. So when I finally got with her, right, I was like stupid ass 21-year-old being like, man, I feel bad. I made a pact with my boys. You know what I'm saying? You are so stupid, dude. That it's, shit was when you were nine years old. You shut the fuck up right now. So that I does told not, that her. does not fucking matter. I told her about it and she was like, they've both asked me out. I was like, When? One of them asked her out when he was 15 in high school. And I was like, that was like a couple years after the pact. And the other one asked her out after high school. And I was like, oh, these treacherous bastards. She was, she was, I see, you know what? Oh, dude, that's so, (laughs) that's so fucking funny, dude. That son of a bitch. You should have, you should have talked to him. Hey, you motherfuckers. I was like, what happened to our pact? One of them was like, I don't remember a pact. Of course. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Lies. I was like, I didn't even speak English back then and I remembered it. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Whoa, dude. So wait, well, I mean, what made her say yes to you compared to the other two guys then? Dude. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, Whatever, no. dude. You fucking Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> fucking fucked up buck teeth with the headgear shit. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Yo, when she got with me, I still had hella acne and my, my teeth were still fucked up. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. You had you had, you had really oh bad acne. God. Bad acne. Six. I was like fifteen, sixteen, like right around the time my my braces disappeared. Acne came. I was like, "Are you kidding me? What the fuck?" And it was bad. It was like all down here and then up here. The yeah, tea. this is, it was always here for me. The tea. Oh, dude, it's so bad. And I I tried so many things. You know the what is it the the thing that was always on TV? Proactive. Yes, proactive. Yeah, I tried it so many different times. Never worked. It just made my dry like skin so dry. Yeah. It was horrible. I tried avocado on my face. Oh my god. I tried the best one that actually worked, cinnamon and cinnamon and honey. 
Really? You put cinnamon like in a little bowl and you put honey on it and you mix it and it looks like shit. And then you put it on your face and it looks like somebody took a dump on you, uh-huh. like a wet dump. But it works. It alleviates it. It's it's not like as the redness like, and the irritation. Yeah, it's not as hot and you know you want to scratch it. Yeah. That goes away and it, it I mean, I don't have scarring. Yeah. So Well, how'd you find out about the cinnamon honey shit, dude? My mom. Oh really? I would have ate that shit. That's my fat ass. My my mom <laughs> gave me so many different remedies, and she, you know, she's Asian yeah. as hell. And I was like, it's not gonna work. Like we live in America. I'm trying proactive, so I tried proactive first for however long. I feel like it's too harsh for a cinnamon, lot of people. Yeah, and then the cinnamon honey worked. I was like, uh, you're uh, don't don't give me that look, mom. Yeah. <laughs> I would have ate that shit so fast. You have no idea. Like I just sat there. It's like where did where'd your fucking shit go? I was like, I ate it. It was a snack. I couldn't help it. I'll be honest. The ones that were on my upper lip at by the end of the thirty minutes, it was, it was already gone. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> That's so fucking. I didn't know you had acne too, dude. Your fucking life growing up was shit. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't the best. It wasn't the best. So when did you like start? Did you always like dress fashionably too, or is that, <laughs> damn, dude? Like I gotta see pictures of yourself, dude. This is one of those stories that you hear where it was literally the dude that was bullied, made fun of, was a dweeb, and then suddenly became a, a fucking model with his younger brother on Express, dude. That makes no fucking sense, man. Because I'm I'm still waiting for my moment. <laughs> you know. What I mean? Like, it hasn't happened yet. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to be that story. You have a clothing line. What do you mean? Yeah, but I am hiring people like you to wear it. <laughs> if I wear my own clothes, I look like shit. So I'm trying to like get other Stupid. people to wear it. That's so fucking crazy, dude. Like, I would have never thought. Yeah. Well, Peter, the reason why we got into fashion is because of Peter, actually. Both of us had n- no sense of fashion. Peter never wore pants. Only cargo shorts. Only cargo shorts all throughout high school. You can ask anyone we went to high school with. He only wore cargo shorts and a beanie, so like could, a really what? shitty beanie. So he could just like what, put his fucking Yu-Gi-Oh cards in there and shit? Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Yes, we loved Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. <laughs> you guys. You know what? I'm not. But you know, at that time. We put a target on our backs. But a lot of people like Yu-Gi-Oh, that. though. I remember even like some of my friends, like they, they fuck with Yu-Gi-Oh. They didn't like say it out loud. No, yeah, but nobody said it out loud. But, they, like- did, but they did play Yu-Gi-Oh because I played Yu-Gi-Oh when I was like 13. I think around there. Yep. I did it for like a year because I was like the first one out of the group that played Yu-Gi-Oh. But then I got out of it after a year because I went. I became a fourteen-year-old. Like, <laughs> oh, you fucking! Yeah. I was like, well, I'm not doing this shit anymore. But then all my friends did, so I just gave my cards to them. I was like, you guys play it, and then you gave them your cards. You know how I, much those are now, dude. I have. I still had. Well, this I forgot who fucking has my shit. Oh, I let this guy borrow because he he battled his decks and shit. So mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't sell it, but I still had like some dope shit. I can't remember what they are anymore because I only did it for a year. But I gave it to him. I was like, here, you you could borrow it and just give it back. He never gave it back to me. And then I was like, where's my shit? He goes, oh, I don't have it. And I was like, well, I have all your trigun. He he let me borrow all of his trigun like cassette tapes. And I was like, well, until you give me those cards back. Your whole fucking Trigon collection is mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was like, but I need that stuff back. I was like, well, I need my cards back. So I still have the Trigon stuff in my closet at home in Sacramento. In case he brings it back. Yeah. But he's still not going to get it because you've basically stole my shit. Statute of limitations. Yeah. I was like, you stole my shit. And I was like, well, either you're going to get your fucking ass beat. I'm going to beat your fucking ass or I'm going to keep this shit. So I still have it. So I still have his whole like Trigon tape collection. That's so crazy. Is what it is, dude. So he was battling him and he lost him. Is no, basically what happened. He stole me. Didn't want to give him back. Oh, okay. That's what it is. Yeah, you know, just yeah, lose that enough. shit. I lost my stuff. Oh, you lost all of them? Oh yeah. So Peter and I went so ham into it. Did you watch the show? Uh, yeah, the first couple. You seasons. know how they had that island? Yeah. So we made an island of our own. We were we went to a school that had like a park next to it, and then there was an island on it. So one day after school, like on a Friday, I was like, "Yo, 
we're going to make a tournament. You guys pay us $10. We made wristbands out of double-sided tape. And then you, we made stars. So you know how you start with two what? stars? You know, most people sell drugs and they, they do cool <laughs> shit like that. This motherfucker decided to do a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. I, I, let me tell you something. I got bullied, but then... As somebody who got bullied, I would have bullied you. <laughs> like, why are you doing this? Is I need to do it to you so they don't get to you first, all right? I, I, I mean, I know I put a target on my back, but it was just what I enjoyed. That is what it, you know what. That's the best way to do it. It's nothing to do. I was like, I. So we we made this tournament and we had the two stars for everybody. They paid me ten dollars, and Peter joined the game. So I was the game holder, and I was like, cool. All this pot, I'm taking fifty percent. Winner gets 50. Mm-hmm. Right? We had like $400, $500 come in. So I got Damn, 200. Damn, a lot of kids played that shit, dude. We had 200. I mean, again, Asian school. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. School. That's right. That's so we it still was, had, yeah. it was like still kind of cool, but, you know, like not to the point where you make a freaking tournament, right? Yeah. But it's okay. A lot of people ended up coming. And and I was also selling Costco candy at the same time. Oh, okay. So when they come in, I was like, if you want candy while that's you're dope. walking around. So it was like, because it lasted about three, four hours. So they, it was like they had to get the stars from each other and whatever. They were battling each other. And Peter ended up winning. Oh, well, he beat this other guy, but the guy got like really upset that he didn't win. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you guys are cheating. It's because your brothers. I was like, listen, here, we'll, we'll split the winning pot between you and Peter. So then yeah. he got 125. Peter got 125. So we made out with like 300 something. Yeah. At like in like junior high. That's fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> How often did you and do that? And then people got pissed off. No, it was we did the one time. People uh, got pissed off and they found our cards and sold them, stole, uh, stole them all. So we no longer had any cards. They because, stole your cards? Yeah. Because we, could, we couldn't play. My parents were like, this is the devil's work. So you can't play this. So what we did was we saved up money to get the first deck, like the starter deck. And when we got that, Peter was so good at strategizing and all that stuff. And I was good at like meeting the right people. So I would be like, yo, who wants to play my brother for keeps? So we would play decks for keeps because some people had a lot of different decks. They're like, sure, I'll play you. There's no way your starter deck because we're like, we're only using the starter deck that we got, you know. Yeah. Everybody knows what's in it. So they know yeah. how to counter it. Yeah. So they're like, there's no way you're going to beat us. But Peter found a way to counter it. Yeah. <laughs> With the deck that he was given and he bought like a booster and put some stuff in there. And he beat him and he got more and more and more cards. Who stole your shit? We don't know. To this day, we have no idea. Did you guys but we got smart. home and we lost the whole tin. We had a big old tin like that and there was nothing in there. You guys are so nice, dude. Like if somebody stole my fucking shit, I would find that motherfucker, dude. I don't give a fuck. What, what were we going to do? We would have gotten our asses kicked. Oh, that's, these are different times. <laughs> Peter, Peter could fight. Mm. He was smaller and skinnier, but he was always scrappier. Mm. And he could fight. I I would I would have gotten my ass beat. I would have been like, "What's the point? I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go find this guy, and then he's gonna beat me up." <laughs> yeah. I guess like even for me, like, well, I guess I wouldn't have gotten my cards really stolen because I don't know if people would have stole give a shit about cards back in the day. They would just stole cards just to be an asshole about it, right? And they would have trashed it in front of your face. But like, <laughs> oh my god, that's so mean. Well, my yeah, heart. because like there's no value to that, right? Because like in my high school, there was value to shoes. There was you know, ah, cards yeah, and all this yeah, other yeah. shit. You know, shoes, drugs, and shit like that. So it wasn't like cards weren't really you know, who the fuck cares, you know? Yeah, Except yeah, for yeah. like you know the set. There's like my my group of friends that I really liked. So like I I, I was like a type of fucking cat allergies. My right eyes about to get red. But oh, either, I was like I feel it too. Yeah, so I started rubbing my eye. I forgot about it, but because um, you were touching the cat. Yep, I forgot. But either way, I uh, so I used to like float around different groups, right? So yeah. there was like the, the group that I stayed in high school. They were really cool people. They were very nice. They played Yu Gi Oh cards, and you know they watched anime and all other shit, which is really who I am. Now that's the guy who I am, yes. you know. But you know when you grow up, 
in a bad neighborhood, you kind of feel like you should fit into this group of people that you grew up with. So these people are the ones that I liked a lot, you know, but they, that was a very, I didn't realize how small that subgroup was. Like it's, it was like the honors honor roll class. And the only reason why I got to know these guys is because my parents forced me to join honor roll. But I sucked. I got C's. I got D's. You know what I mean? I wasn't good at this shit. Yeah, I fucking yeah, yeah. hated that stuff. But I got, But fortunately for my parents, um, they forced me to do it that I actually met these good people. They're still my friends to this day. So, like, for them, it was so weird because I I, uh, I related them the most. When I started joining honor roll classes, I was like, oh, these people are my 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 flow. Like, they, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They're, they're really nice. You know, they fucking play Yu-Gi-Oh cards. They watch anime and shit. I'm like, I like these guys better, yeah, yeah, yeah. better than some of my other friends from, from where I grew up, you know? So, like, after a while, I just started kicking it with them. And I was like, oh, this is this is definitely a lot more my speed. And so, when I, I remember when they were playing Yu-Gi-Oh cards, I was like, look at that. <laughs> I was like, I don't have to hide this. <laughs> I don't have to hide a shame. But I, I would like float around a lot of different groups and it was so weird because like I you know, you just don't know who you are as a kid. Yeah. Which is kinda cool for you because you just said, Fuck it, jump me. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna wear all this. Did you guys have like a lot of gangs in your school or was it just a very nice school? Um, you know, to me I had no idea that there were all that stuff. I was so sheltered yeah. that I had no idea. But there we had a lot of like uh K Pride gangs. Oh, yeah, like Korean gangs, yeah. Yeah, so we had a lot of that. And apparently, like, somebody died in our high school, and I had no idea. Oh. Because I was so sheltered. Yeah. I didn't think anything happened. I thought everybody was a virgin, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, I was so sheltered. It's like because everybody all saved I did, themselves. Yeah, all I did was just play my games, do my things. I I, create, I co-created the anime club in my high school. Yeah. Literally, everybody was like, you stupid fuck. You're going to get your ass beat. Yeah. And it was like, and I was, okay. So there was one point in school where I passed by this room and I saw people rummaging in there. Like there was like three or four people and they were like rummaging through the stuff. And I, I saw, I was like, what the heck? You know, the, all the backpacks were there, but there's only three people. And some guy comes up to me, younger guy, like younger grade. And he comes up, he's like, hey man, we're cool, right? I was like, yeah, bro. Yeah. What's up? He's like. Not gonna tell anybody that we're in here taking in this stuff, right? I was like, oh, didn't know that's what was happening. Uh, I was like, I was just looking at them, like, well, I didn't know until you told yeah, me. Yeah, I was like, I was like, no, 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 of course, man. And then, and then they got one of the girls who was like one of the hot girls in the school to come up and was like, yeah, we're gonna be okay, right? And yeah. She, like, touched my hand. All I was like, yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And then they're like, okay, cool, cool. And I like walked past. Ran straight to the teachers and I tattled on them. <laughs> and then they they caught him, but. A lot of the stuff was already gone, but they caught them. And all, there was like four people, three or four people. They all got like expelled, obviously. Oh, good. Yeah. And everybody in that classroom was really like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm. And the teacher was like, like, thank you. Shut the fuck up. Don't you dare fucking pin this on me. (laughs) And that was the thing. And then it was like, when they saw that, the guys that were like being escorted out of the school, they were like, we're coming for you. Yeah. Oh, shit. And nothing ever happened. Thank God. But... Every time I saw them anywhere near the, the like the town, I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I would too, man! Fuck that shit, dude!" I was in cross country, so I was fast at the time. <laughs> I was good. I was like, "You ain't, you may be faster." Oh, you're than a very you're not catch honorable me. man, dude. Like, I wouldn't even have computed it. I would just been like, "They're like, you're not gonna tell anybody." I was like, "Guess not." I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I would have just went about my way because you know, you know, just like growing up, like yeah. you just, if you mind your own business, like nothing would happen. You good? So yeah. like, it was good, good on you though, dude. But it's because I watch all those animes, right? You're like, you gotta be the hero. You gotta yeah, be the yeah, hero. yeah. It's like, shut up, kid. <laughs> dude, that would I would just been like, I didn't see shit, dude. They're like, you didn't see shit, right? I was like, I guess not. 
And then I would have realized after what they were doing, like a month later, I was like, oh, they were stealing stuff. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> but these guys were stupid. They said that they were stealing stuff. Well, I was like, they're dumb. I would have been like, I would have just watched. That's like rule number one. Like, you don't fucking do that shit. Yeah. You just, you steal stuff like you know you're supposed to steal it. Yeah. Like, that's. It's, it's you just keep dumb. going about your business. You don't have to tell me nothing. When I was in, um, uh, I remember when I was in junior high. There was a guy. His name is Shaka Shaka Hassan. I remember this guy. Like the fool, like flunked like seven times. I think he was like thirty eight by the time he was in junior high. <laughs> this guy was so fucking old. But <laughs> what the fuck? Like I just grew up kind of getting bullied a lot. But yeah. uh, the difference is, is that I was just was like that dweeby kid that just didn't allow people to bully me. Bully me because I was a big kid too. I was yeah, yeah. big. I was Were this, you always tall? I was this size when I was fourteen. Whoa! So I was big already. I was like six one, six two ish around there, and so. But, you know, I was a very nice dweeby kid, yeah, right? Yeah. But because I kind of grew up in a predominantly, like, I guess it's a very hood area. It's like this area in South Sacramento. Like, if you go off of, like, Mac Road. Like, if you're from Sacramento, you already know. Like, you know, if you go on, um, like, uh, what's called Mac Road, uh, fucking, um, I used to kick it there a lot. Because, like, my my, uh, my parents used to work for this other beauty supply store off of Mac Road. I used to kick it there a lot. And then um, also, like, uh, I used to grow up in this duplex area called Tim Woods. And there was, like, a bunch of, like, Samoan Bloods over there, too. And then um, off of, like, Florin Road, Mac, all this other shit. But e- either way, Elsie. But, you know, those are, like, the, kind of the ghetto areas, right? Yeah. So for me, going into a school that was a little nicer, whatever they were going to throw at me, I've already experienced a lot worse, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. So I just kind of had to, like, have... Uh, like you know tough skin yeah, so yeah. if somebody would try to punk me it didn't matter like you, you, if you get punked you just got to go down swinging because at least what would happen is is like they the people will always go for the easier target yeah. so they might bully me once but they're not going to bully the same kid twice over because i'm just too difficult yeah right so it's like oh well this guy you know he's he's not going to go down that easy so we'll just go bully somebody next and that's what i would do yeah so i remember in uh seventh grade there was a kid named Shaka. He's, he was in eighth grade. I think he fucked twice at this point. I think he's supposed to be a sophomore in high school. He should have gone to continuation school at this point. But this dude, his, uh, it was in Mr. Fuentes' math class. And we were learning uh, geometry or some shit like that. It was algebra. But either way, we're doing our homework. And mind you, I'm not even smart. right? I'm not smart at all. And this guy, he comes up to me and he grabs my paper. He goes, I'm going to copy your shit. And I was like, what the fuck? And I literally snatched it back out of his hand. And mind you, when you look at a kid with like glasses and he's doing yeah. and he's fat, you think that you could punk him. Yeah. But my dad just, you know, I'm an immigrant too. So my dad would just say like, don't let people just push you around. Like you yeah. can't keep letting people do that to you. So I just grabbed my shit and I grabbed him. I was like, what the fuck? And this guy's like literally two years older than me. And you know, I'm still a big kid though. Yeah. I grabbed that shit out and I, and I put it down. And he goes, like, what the fuck? He goes, I'm going to fuck you up. And I just remember I stood up. And I think you realize how big I was. Yeah. <laughs> As like an eighth grader. Even in eighth grade, I was like maybe like 5'10". So That's I was so already big. big. And he was like shorter for his size. And so like I remember I stood up. And I was like, what the fuck? And this guy was like, oh, shit. This is a big ass little seventh grader. <laughs> you know? I was like, this seventh grader is fucking big. You know? But I just remembered like being in those type of situations where somebody would definitely try to punk me and I just wouldn't let it happen. Yeah. And even if I got beat up, it's like whatever. If I get beat up, I'm, I'm going to at least go down swinging yeah. just because I'm going to teach you that I'm going to be the worst target for you. Like you could try to punk me and take my shit, but I'm going to fucking scratch. Like I'm going to scratch your fucking eyes out. Yeah. And so that would happen. So like that guy just, I remember like he stood up and I stood up and I was like, the fuck? And I grabbed my shit out. And he was like, I'm going to fuck you up. I was like, fuck me up then. I don't care. Like, you're not fucking taking my shit. Yeah. And mind you, if he would have just said, Hey, yo, can I copy off your shit? I probably, oh, I probably would have given it to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, Especially because I was failing that class anyway. So he, uh, it was so stupid because if he copied my homework, he would have failed too. Yeah. Because I sucked. I was so dumb. He just thought I was the Asian kid, so I was smart. And I was like, no, bro, I'm dumb. Like, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have any of these answers. 
Like I remember, dude, in junior high, like somebody copied off my homework and they got mad because they got a C. And they're like, dude, I got a fucking C. I was like, yeah, I got a C too. You copied off of my work. I'm not smart, you dumbass. I'm dumb. Why would you do that? And so like people get mad because they would pick on the wrong person. It's like, no, you don't you don't pick on me, dude. Like I'm the last person that you want to copy your homework off of because I'm stupid. And number two, I'm just a temperamental human being. So don't <laughs> the wrong human don't being. Don't mess with me. But bullying was so I think it was I feel like it still goes on today for sure. Oh, yeah. But but they do it in different ways, right? They you know, cyberbully, Instagram comments. Part. Yeah, I think that's way worse that's than what we got. Worse. At least when we got pummeled, like we could just deal with it and then move yeah, on. Yeah, you deal with it right there and then. But then you go home, you get bullied now, you're yeah. online, you get bullied. You're like, what are you supposed to do? You can't not be on Instagram because everybody's on it. So, like, I, I don't know what to tell these kids. It's like, oh, what, what am I supposed to do? I just tell you, you just got to be a strong human being. Yeah. You just got thick skin. Or, yeah, it's tough. It's so much tougher because it's, so, it's such a different world. Like, when we got bullied, you're right. It's right then and there. You deal with it right then and there. Even when I got bullied, like, I, I would get, like, when I first moved here, I, when I got bullied, I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I just kind of... You know, but then I met a friend, uh, my best friend, his name is Benny Lee. And uh, he was a Taekwondo guy, Korean. And he, I remember one day I was getting bullied sixth grade by this guy who was like in fifth grade. He's pushing me around. And all of a sudden, I just see this guy in my view, go sideways Mm -hmm. and reveal Benny. And Benny just like, just fucking chopped his leg out from underneath him because he saw him bullying me. And he fucking went sideways and fell flat on his side. And he was like, whoa, what's up, man? And he was like, don't mess with my friend. That's my friend. And he was like, no, we were just talking. Of course, of course. And he was like, shut up, bitch. (laughs) This temperamental guy. And he like kicked his Korean people in their fucking temper. (laughs) He would have to be Korean, dude. He would just have to be that stereotype. Son of a bitch. (laughs) He was a stereotype, though. He really was. But it's funny because... Sometimes he would bully me, and I was like, he was my best friend, but he would bully me. And he was like, oh, that's well... Co- that's Korean culture, though. Yeah, that's he was like, like, well, at least I'm bullying you, not the other guys. I was like, fair. Yeah. Fair enough. Because Korean bullying is different. <laughs> Korean bullying is like, it's uh, hazing. Yeah. So, like, older Korean people, or especially if they consider you like your younger brother, they just haze you all the time. And it's just like, that's their way of showing affection. Because they won't ever, like, beat you up, beat you up. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they'll do it in a way where it's, like, annoying. But they do it because they love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, it's so funny because... That would happen at church, Korean churches all the fucking time. Like all the older people would punk the younger people, but you, somebody else would try to punk them. It's not happening. Like it's like, hold on a second. That's mine. That's my puppy, dude. Like I could spank my puppy with the newspaper on its nose, but you don't get to do that shit. <laughs> so it was, that's very, that's so fucking Korean. It's unreal, dude. Yeah. Like it happened at church all the time. Like I, I would, you know, when I got older, I would do it to the younger kids too. And so, but that's how we would connect and bond and when we get older that stuff stops because we just become like so tight yeah, yeah yeah, you know so it's like you get that for the first few years and then after afterwards it goes away and then yeah. you just become tight it's like brotherhood it's it's really like bl- yeah. brotherly love yeah that's so fucking funny dude yeah and he's actually the guy who got me into martial arts like i've always loved martial arts and watched it but my parents want to let me do martial arts but he was like yo i'm doing taekwondo i'll just teach you whatever i learn from class mm-hmm. so he's the one who taught me my first kick that i learned was a back kick because he was like, if you ever get cornered, you just turn around and you back kick the crap out of them. I know. It is such a useful kick, especially yeah. as a kid. Like, people don't expect it. Yep. So I, was, I learned that because of him. And I, to this point, the stuff that I know, he started it. That's crazy, dude. You're so fucking flexible, too. I, I can't do <laughs> any. luck. I can't do any of my kicks anymore. It sucks. But you don't need to kick the head. I do want to, though. You just got to kick want, the nuts. I want to kick the, the stomach. so bad. Bro, your kicks to the stomach... 
My God. But imagine that's on a face. <laughs> Fair enough. I probably would be gone. But that is such like your kicks. I'm like, I need to get that. Because I, wa- I was like, <laughs> I lost my air. I was like, <laughs> no one's calling. Stop. <laughs> it's hard because like, like kicking is something that I really do. Like, like back straight kicks are still something I still use in sparring till, day, till this day. Because if you could set it up nice, you can get it in quick. But if you do miss it, you just have to rebound really well. Like you won't, like if it's like serious, like hardcore sparring, I probably won't use it as much just because, you know, there's a lot more forgiveness in, in light sparring because I'm retracting it back. And yeah. if you come up and you tag me in the face, if I miss it, then like, I'm oh, going to okay. live. Yeah, nice. You hard spar it with that shit, it's going to hurt. Bad. Yeah. Especially if you do it like in hard sparring, you kick them in the gut, they'll, they'll go down. So like, Nick has a good setup for his back Yeah, kicks. that fool always gets me in the back kick. Too. He goes, he cuts you and then comes out of nowhere. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nick always beats us up. That's not, yeah, you know, he, yeah, just, yeah, he goes yeah. easy on us. He does. Like, he goes so easy when we roll with him. He's yeah. like smiling throughout the whole thing. <laughs> he's so relaxed. He's I just know. like, la da 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 arm bar, la da 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 Yeah, We're he'll get, get it and he'll let go and he'll go to the next thing. He's like, got you here. Yeah. Got you here. And it's like, what is going on? How come I'm just getting my ass beat all over the fucking <laughs> place? I don't know what's going on. You got long limbs and you got like a heavy body. I don't Once know how to starts, use, I don't yeah. know how to use it. But now you're starting to. Yeah. But when we were when we were rolling, uh, like Bart was explaining to me how to use my weight, and I couldn't like compute what he meant. And he goes, "Relax your legs, put your weight over here, and then kind of learn how to manipulate your weight over." And I was like, "Oh, so this is what you mean?" And I put it on JoJo. I was like, Ugh! "I was like, <laughs> oh," because Joe kept telling me because like you have to use your weight, you have to use your weight. And I was like, "I don't know what you're what you." What does I, that mean? Because I think I'm using my weight. He yeah. goes, "You're not using it." He goes, "You're actually." You're holding up the majority of your weight with your legs and your knees, because like um, when we had um, when I had side mount, like I couldn't put my weight on him. I didn't know what it meant, you know. Yeah, because you're thinking like squeeze down, but it's actually just it's relax and then put your weight on him. And I was like, oh, that's the difference, because he goes, you're actually doing a majority of the work for me. So I was like, I couldn't, I didn't get it. And I was like, oh, this. We didn't roll this past Friday. I just realized. We you did. and I didn't. We, we did. We did? We did. You're the one that fucked me up the most. <laughs> what? Because you're so just, ah, God. <laughs> and, you, and you always go on your back. You're just like waiting for me to come in. I was like, I'm going to get you in my guard, you stupid son of a bitch. I get so lazy. I just like to stay on my back. You just tired me the <laughs> fuck out, dude. And Joe was surprisingly stronger than I expected. He's strong. <laughs> Fucking wiggly little Asian man. Yep. I got so I got wrecked that day, dude. It was so exhausting. I had no clue how tiring that shit was gonna be. It was fun though. Friday again. Oh, dude, it was fun, but I got I definitely got my ass beat. We need to do more of it, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm I'm I don't I don't mind it. Because either way, we're just doing this for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like striking's great too, but you know, if sometimes you can get like fatigued a lot of things ha- happen on the ground too yeah oh a majority of fights end up on the ground yeah like well, that's what people don't realize because you get really close and people just grab and slam so that's why i i actually instead of not instead of jujitsu i mean jujitsu is going to be a part of it like the submission part i just want to grab the takedown i want to take down and hold somebody down like because i don't want to hit somebody yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. i just want to take them down hold them down and lock them up so they can't do anything sit on them <laughs> yeah just just calm down relax yeah like i've seen this there's this clip on youtube where there's this guy uh they were playing basketball and mind you like <clears throat> they're, they're both assholes like not, nothing should get to that point but they're literally in each other's face and i guess like the guy that was in that video um from what i read he was like a purple belt and you don't know this stuff but the dude just comes up to the guy and the guy's like an inch away from his face and the guy swings he fucking ducks and it's just jujitsu baby all the way through 
rolling. He gets him into an arm bar. The guy tries to slide him. He lets it go because his friends get in the way. They pull him off and the guy tries to swing on him. Basically gets him in a, a – I think he gets him in a knee bar. And he just looks at him straight. He could feel the pressure on his knee. And all he does, he goes, he goes, if you move, you'll never play basketball ever again. <laughs> and the guy just calms down because he could feel the fucking pressure. And he just stops. He goes, you'll never play ball again. <laughs> That's the most frightening thing I've ever heard in my life. So the other guy was the one starting everything. I, you don't get to see who started it, but uh, they were both talking mad shit. And okay. it, w- it was going to escalate to a fight. But but it's good that he was able to separate himself from that and stop it before he broke anybody's. Yeah, because the guy was swinging at him hard, okay, dude. Yeah. So like, that's for him to say, like, I know that I could literally end your whole like basketball career right here. Yeah. And he looked at me and goes, oh, you'll never play ball again. Calm down. I was like, oh, shit. This guy's fucking for real, dude. It scares me. I mean, it takes a while to get that good at jujitsu, yeah. But once you're there and you're that controlled, it's pretty amazing. Knee bars freak me out. Like he locked him up. He started like punching him in the head, moved around, rolled around, caught him up. Pop. He goes, you'll never play ball again. I can't remember if it was a knee bar or if it was like an ankle or some, something with the ankle. Something with the legs. But it was something with the legs and he was going to fuck him up. And it was so bad, dude. There's, It's just crazy, dude. Like jujitsu yeah. is so fucking useful. Like I want, I want, um, I want Mariel to learn it. Absolutely, yeah. Sarah to go learn it too. It's just, it's just good to be, to just be bodily aware of what's going on. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of people just don't know distance very well. Because even when I spar, I'm like, oh, I guess I don't know my distance as well. Because I have really long limbs, but I think they're a lot shorter <laughs> than they are. <laughs> you're tall, man. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not just you're tall. You're tall, and you've got long limbs. Yeah. It's like for your height, you still got long limbs. Yeah. And so like I don't realize my reach, and I'm like. Oh shit! It's it's like so when I throw in for my jab, I'm like, oh shit! I got to manage this distance a little better. Yeah. So it's people just aren't really bodily aware, and I think that's what martial arts really does for you, and also teaches you discipline, because it doesn't come easy. It's repetition, 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 and then you unlock half a percent. <laughs> you know, after year one, you get half a percent, and yeah, then yeah, you know yeah. it's a lifelong thing because then you start realizing physical limitations yeah you're not as flexible as you thought you were or like when we roll i don't have the conditioning and it's like oh shit like i want to do more but i'm heaving you know because yeah, yeah, yeah. your conditioning is great it's not my conditioning though it's because i'm learning how to be more relaxed during mm-hmm. the roll because when i first started like i was doing the same thing i was like why am i gassed after one roll but then i realized i'm like most of these guys that aren't gassed aren't doing that they're not straining mm. whereas there's like for stuff that when you guys are trying to get to something you're squeezing mm. and i'm realizing i was like if i'm squeezing too hard and so hard i'm not in the right position mm. i need to just move yeah, yeah and that's yeah. what what nick said to me on friday he was like yo you're flowing more yeah it's because when i when it clicked in my mind i was like i need to just flow if it's not working here doesn't matter how much Yanking I do, it's Go not gonna else. happen. Go somewhere else. Yeah. Yes, you've got the back, but that 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 choke is not gonna happen. I don't because because we haven't done I don't know any submissions mm-hmm. really. So like I remember because you brought in uh, that kid uh Brandon mm-hmm. and I had full mouth on him. I was like, now what? No <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, now what? I'm like I'm done. This is all I know. Like, I don't know what to do. I, I guess I could just that's great though. That's land like, some elbows on his face. Like, <laughs> you know? But like, I don't know what else to do. I'm like, I, I full mounted this kid. I'm like, all right. A lot. Check. Uh, you know? uh, what I started doing is because uh, before I, I it was the same thing. I still kind of don't know any submissions from anywhere. So for me is I'm just fighting for position. 
if I'm in full mount, I just stay, try to stay there because they're going to move. They're going to try to get out of there. So I'm going to stay there. Granted, you know, you can go up closer, closer, get that armbar, but I'll just stay in full mount until they get me off. And then if they get me in the in the half guard, I just try to get out of the half guard, get back into full mount, whatever, so that I can know what mm. position to be in next and all that. Yeah, because like it's different because when I spar and we're doing kickboxing, like I'm, I, I can flow better just because yeah. I know a lot of things are more natural that way. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. When, when I'm to jujitsu, my mind goes blank. I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, uh, what do I do? What do I do next? What is this guy doing? This guy's hurting me. <laughs> You know? Why is why is there pressure on my knee? This guy's fucking squeezing me like uh, <laughs> like even Bart if he just squeezes his legs tight around me I'm like Ugh! okay see like Bart can you totally know? just squeeze you out but yeah. like for me there's no way I'm gonna squeeze you out yeah like my legs are there's not enough power there yeah because you can get like if somebody's got you in a in a in a half guard yeah and he just squeezes it it could happen yeah <laughs> it could. I'm sorry, not in a in a in guard in guard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He could just squeeze you out, but it, it depends on like. Bart is just like this rough human being. Even when we were doing, um, <laughs> when we learned how to to wrist roll and put it under the neck, even when he was wrist rolling, it hurt. It was like it felt like a punch. I'm like, God damn, this guy's so dense. He was like wrist roll, but his felt like he was punching the back of my head to the front of my face. I was like, this alone, I'm done, dude. Like I don't want to roll this guy anymore. <laughs> He's just so massive. There's you know. a lot of people that like, like there's stuff because you know if you can't get in here because you're 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 sorry if you're like trying to choke and then they're putting their chin down, a lot of people will just roll it to their nose. Oh, and just, just and that shit will open you up. Yeah, no matter what. It'll you told open me you that up. somebody got their jaw ripped out or something like oh, that. Oh my god, yeah, I heard it was a guy that was training in a, in a different gym. He was getting choked out by his uh, sensei. And his he was you know guarding the the choke really well, so the sensei just grabbed his jaw and just yanked it to the left. Fucking and went, <sighs> so his fucking jaw was over off to yep. the other side. Yep, they had to wire him shut. That's fucking crazy. And dude. that's stupid that 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 a teacher did that. Oh, that's fucking insane. Yeah, and then they they kicked him out. The teacher? No, they the teacher kicked out the student that got what? his jaw messed up. How did that work? Basically, he was like, you should have just tapped. Or maybe you shouldn't try to kill exactly. your students, you fucking asshole. What the hell? Like, if he if he knows, like, that's the capability of what he can do, he should just stop. Move. And yeah. then instruct the actors, like, hey, I could have done this. So make sure that you know how to tap. Like, what the fuck is wrong with that guy? Basically, the whole leave the ego at the door is an honest, real thing that some people don't remember to do sometimes. That's so fucking crazy, dude. I'm, I'm not trying to get hurt like that. Like, yeah. this is this is literally a hobby. Like, it's it's for fun. Yeah. You know? So I know a lot and of people... And it may save our lives someday. Yeah. We don't know, but how often are we going to ever use yeah, it? Yeah, and most, most of the times, too. Actually, 99.9% of the times when there's confrontation, like, I'm going to yeah. walk away. For me, <laughs> this is more for choreo knowledge. Yeah. So that I can make choreo more... Believable. Believable. Yeah. And more fun and more interesting. That's why I love, like, Donnie Yen. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Donnie Yen shit, to me, it's like... It looks... I mean, obviously, it's it's very stunt based, but like when he does like all the jujitsu and stuff with it too, I'm like, dude, this is so fucking dope. He's so aesthetic too. Like his movements, he he knows how to get to where he needs and make it look dynamic. Because you can do a lot of jujitsu stuff, chill, mm-hmm. but you can also make it look dynamic. Did you want to go into acting originally? When I first got into the industry, yes, because I I started off with doing extra work, and oh. then I did YouTube stuff. And JK was actually the first one who gave me my first like acting stunt thing for like video, not just like minion get, guy getting killed. But um, when I was trying to go into acting, I couldn't book a commercial for the life of me. Yeah, I couldn't book any acting stuff for the life of me. 
I just didn't have the right look because this was also like six years ago, right? And I couldn't book anything. And then I realized, I was like, oh, but if I'm a stunt guy and I'm a ninja, I'm hidden. You can't tell. You can use my skills. I can work. And I started making money that way. I was like, sweet, this is what I'll do. Because I did, when I did Knott's Berry Farm, there was an acting stunt thing, basically. So I had to be able to act and I had to be able to do stunts. And then Waterworld was the same thing. You had to be able to act, engage with the audience, improv, and also do stunts. So that was always my thing. I could do both. I was like, sweet. But when I got to the real world, I was like, you don't look like any of these characters, mm. but you can do stunts. So that was, stunts became my thing. And then I, Peter, when I got Peter into it, he booked his first commercial because I sent him to an audition that I was going to and I mm. couldn't make it. So he booked his first commercial, Apple commercial, national, in China, everything. Oh, wow. So then he was like, whoa, this is dope. So he started doing it and he was a good actor. So he just kept booking and booking and booking and he had a great look. You know, and he kept booking all these things. And I was like, dude, you act, I'll do stunts. Yeah. And then he booked a movie and I ended up doubling him for it. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then, so this was like our thing. I was like, you act, I'll do stunts. And then Power Rangers came along because I was doing stunts with Power Rangers. I, you know, found out all this info. I was like, dude, I want to be a Power Ranger to act as a Power Ranger. Like, that'd be dope. Yeah. So when I auditioned and didn't get it and my brother or Peter got all the way to producers I was like, okay, this is God telling me that stunts is where I belong. Mm-hmm. Thing is where he belongs. So, so that's what we decided. And then something happened and he ended up not booking it. Something, some scandal happened and he ended up not booking it because somebody else got recast and then he had to get recast. Yeah. It's unfortunate. But then the next season, they were like, you got to come back, Pete. We want you because I'm pretty sure we'll book you for this. And he was like, yo, you should come. I was like, dude, no, I've already said stunts is my thing. Yeah. So he made me come and I was like, fine, fine, fine. And I got, again, after the first one, I didn't get called back. He kept going all the way to the end. And he emailed the producers, like, you haven't seen what Yoshi can do. Just give him another chance. Yeah. Give him a different character. And they gave me this character that I ended up playing. Mm -hmm. And he was like, let me work with you on it. And he coached me for like six hours, whatever. We were sitting down. He coached me all this stuff. And then... And it made sense for me. I was like, oh, okay. So I, because I had never really like, because I, I took theater in college, but this was like different for TV, you know? Yeah. So I had this coaching with Peter. And then the next day we went and did the auditions. He was auditioning for the nerdy character. I was auditioning for this other character, big burly character. And it just so happened that they, during the screen test, there was like four people in his category. Oh, and shit. And there was only two in my category. Oh. And it, just so happened that the other guy in my category couldn't really cut it. Whereas the other three in his category was like, they're all okay. It's fine. They can all play that character. That's crazy. So I booked it. That's fucking crazy. That was my first like big acting thing. And it was because Peter got me in there. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So Peter and I have always seen ourselves are like as, as brotherly rivals, but also like when we're climbing the ladder, somebody's always going to be a little below. So yeah. we're always going to do this and lift. And then he's going to help me lift because we can't do it together. Yeah, a solo, you know, we're always trying to do that. And I'm trying, I'm trying to get that as, as a mindset for myself, for everyone that I know. Right? I feel, we're I, always I trying like, to do this. I feel like you're going more into film now, you yeah. know, versus he's going to TV. TV. He's doing way more TV. I'm definitely more like film is definitely where I live because yeah. I get bored. Yeah. Like I can with, see that. I like film better too. Oh my God. When I did Rangers, you know, it was eight months. I loved it. I loved Rangers. And I've always been a fan of the franchise. Like to a degree where 
I would get bullied for it. Of course. <laughs> you know, like I knew every little thing. The movie coming out was featuring Yoshi. You'll be playing a uh, Seto Kaiba. <laughs> you nerd. <laughs> I told you, I, I watched the first two seasons. You even knew his last name. I know, Seto Kaiba and then just Yu-Gi-Oh. I, I can't remember the other guy's names though. Yami Yugi. Uh, Joey. Joey, that's right. Taya. Taya, there you go. Taya, was, oh, I thought it was so funny. It's like everybody has an interesting name that Joey. <laughs> I was like, well, they give a fuck about that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Joey was dope. I know, but they gave him such a basic ass fucking name, like the guy from Friends. I was like, that's yeah, Joey. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's, that's yeah. actually what I, and they were like kind of similar. They were like, they're both kind yeah, of dumb. They're kind of dumb and just just kind of burly. I guess that's yeah. who they were. That's crazy, dude. I didn't know that shit. And, yeah. then, and then Peter became the Blue Ranger after, after which yeah. was so fucking wild, dude. And they didn't tell me about that. Cause like we auditioned, I helped audition for mm-hmm. the next season, and I was like, "Dude, Peter's got this in the bag. Like, no other actor is right for this other character." And then they told me that he didn't get it. Oh, they tricked your ass. They tricked it, and then and because I gave him this whole idea, I was like, "Oh, dude, we should like pass the torch. We should go to the convention because every two years they do convention and they release the new cast. They show yeah. the new cast, and I was like, "Dude, we should reveal them. We should be the ones to hand off the torch. That would be so cool. Everybody would love it." And the guy, the producer was like, that's a great idea. We should do that. Yeah. And that was when I thought that Peter was going to get it. When it wasn't Peter, man, I was so bitter the whole day. Yeah. Like, I had a panel. And yeah. that, that panel, we were going to re- reveal the new cast. I was so bitter that I was like sitting down for most of the panel. And whenever they asked me something, I didn't, I'd say something. But then I was like, because I'm thinking, I got to introduce this some new other stupid, asshole. stupid son of a bitch that took my brother's role. Exactly. And then, because they told me like he didn't get it because of a race issue and they had to like yeah. figure out who was what. And then some of the people in my cast went over to the other room, like they're not supposed to, to see the new cast beforehand. And they opened the doors. When they opened the doors, they like went to talk to every all the new people and then they came back. I was like, I didn't go because I didn't want to see them, right? And I was like, who is it? Who's the Asian guy? They're like, there was no Asian guy. I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, was there an Asian girl? They were like, no, I didn't see an Asian girl either. I was like, hold up. They didn't cast an Asian person? They are like, well, we only saw like three of them. Or was it four of them? We we're not quite sure. Yeah. And I was like, you didn't see an Asian guy or a girl. Like originally I thought they ended up having to go with an Asian girl because whatever. And then they couldn't have Peter. Yeah. Right. So there was like no Asian girl. And I was like, so is it an Asian guy? I got pissed. And they're like, no, it's not an Asian guy. We don't know. We didn't see. And I, I got even more mad. And so when we go to the panel, I'm doing all this with this in my head, right? Angry, stupid, bitter, right? And then they give out these papers to everyone to like introduce the new cast. And I'm, all I'm doing is watching. I was like, Hispanic guy, white girl, okay, black girl. And I was like, where's the Asian? Yeah. And then the blue hasn't been released. And he, the only spot for an Asian person. And I was like, if there's an Asian guy that walks out of that room and it's not my brother, like in my head, I'm just like, one, it's going to be another Asian guy. And I've seen all the Asian guys audition for it. And I was like, they none of them were right. Peter was better. Yeah. So maybe I've got, you know, rosy glasses for Peter, obviously. Yeah. But I was like, I was mad already. Then they handed me the piece of paper and I'm like, well, fuck. I am so mad and so angry that all I can see is his name on this paper. Yeah. And I was just like, I just kept looking at it as it change don't look more of a fool than you already are yeah fucking change what is the real name yeah and they're like yoshi you gotta call it out i was like 
I can't. It's his name. I'm going to say his name and it's not him. Yeah. I know that because they all told me. Yeah. And then lucky Brennan, the guy who was my Red Ranger on, right on the left side, he's like, what's going on? And he's got these big ass gorilla hands. Yeah. Right? He like laughs and smacks me in the back. Uh, like, yeah. So what the fuck? And I looked down and he's like, dude, call your brother up. And I was like, this is real. And yeah. Like, Do it. And so when I tried to say it, I, was like, I couldn't say his name right. Yeah. <laughs> and then he came out. I was like, and then I realized like, you fuckers lied yeah. to me. Yeah. But it was, it was a great moment. I mean, and then, That's you know, crazy. He's, he's, he's definitely more, he loves TV. Yeah. And he's, he loves it. You know I mean? I'm sure he'll do film as well. But for me, I just been like, I, I get bored. <laughs> Even with Rangers, I was like, okay, what's the next thing? Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. Like, um, yeah. like people always ask, what would I prefer doing TV or TV or film? And it's always going to be film because it's such a finite project. Like it's, you, you get to be this character, you embody it. And then after it's done, it's complete. It goes into, it goes into post-production or whatever. And then you're good to go. And yep. You move on and you find your next character, yeah. you know? And so that, that, that's the part that I like. Until sequels come out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, if, if you but know, at least you come back after a while. You've already done other characters. You're not hooked on. Or you're not like, yeah, trapped. You're, exactly. You're, yeah. Like I feel like you know. Can I? Not to say this would ever happen to me. Like you know, but it's more like let's say you get I get onto a TV show, right? And then you do this for the next six, seven years. It's like, fuck. Like, can I do this for six, seven years? Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like I could, I like it was hard for me to do YouTube for like seven years. You know, so it's like, can I do what somebody else is telling me to do for six to seven fucking years? But yeah. Unless are, you have EP on there, if you're EP as well. Yeah, that'd be some. Like, it would be great for me to be a part of something for six to seven years, like The Office. Like that would be great. You know. But in terms of like a sitcom, I don't know if I could do multi-cam sitcom for six to seven years. It would be kind of rough. Not to say that if I did get the part, I would say no. But it's Yeah, more, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's just more like, I don't know if that's like in my wheelhouse right now. Yeah, but, not you know. gunning for it. Oh, for sure not. But you if know. it's there. But film is great. You know, like I love film, dude. Like it's yeah. just, there's something about it that I really like. And you got to be a lead in your film, dude, which is great. Yeah. Which is fucking dope. At least, at least you got paid for yours, right? I didn't make my. I made. I made nothing. <laughs> I made zero fucking dollars. Fucking shit. They're like, oh, dude, your film went to theater. You bet you made a lot of money. I was like, you fucking wish, you bitch. I got it. But that's the thing too, right? Like that's what people sometimes. It's just a people don't know mm-hmm. where it goes, and you know, like I just got a Tesla. And it was like, oh my god, you're making bank. I was like, I got the cheapest kind. Yeah, it's because I'm not trying to pay for gas. Yeah, I'm literally. This is the. And I got into a huge car accident. So (laughs) yeah, I was like, all this shit happened because you know, and it's just people perceptions of you change because of certain things. That's what I love about Elon Musk, man. He made an affordable car. He promised it, and he fucking made it, dude. He made a car that's worth just an average car, like thirty five thousand dollars. I mean, obviously, it's not a Honda Civic. That's like sixteen grand or whatever. Yeah, but it's thirty five thousand dollars. There was a something that somebody was looking at. They were like, you can get. The cheapest Tesla right now, without rebates and anything, for the cheapest one with autopilot still at forty one something. Yeah, and meaning that's still cheaper than like some like high end Nissans and stuff like that. Yeah, and I was like, or like not high end, just like uh, you know, dude, man, they they put out fucking uh, what's it called BMW, you fucking trash company. The fucking i three, it goes like a hundred and like twenty miles, and that what. It goes like 120 miles with like a backup gas engine or something, and it uh it's like it's like after you make it decent, it's like you can go up to like fifty thousand to forty thousand dollars, and it's fucking trash, dude. It has like these thin tires. It's fucking terrible. Dude. Is that the one that looks like a robot on the back? 
It looks, looks like, like a, an angry like a robot. Stormtrooper, storm yeah. yeah. That's what it looks like. You know what I mean, like that car should not be worth like 40 or 50 fucking grand, That's dude. 40 to 50 grand? Yeah, like if you get like not, I think the base model is like 30 something. It's the same price as the Tesla, but the Tesla goes 300 miles. Yeah, and, it and looks, it's got autopilot. And the interior is amazing. It looks great. It's not like it's, it doesn't have like a fucking like paper thin tires. It's so stupid, dude. Yeah. And it goes past 100 miles. You know, because that's double. Yeah, it goes double, triple. It goes three hundred. Yeah. You're supposed to fucking three hundred miles. Mine dude. goes two sixty eight, but you can get it up to three hundred. Yeah, which is fucking great. Yeah. You know, and the BMW also has like their i their their. It looks like their version of like a Lambo, but mm-hmm. it's like an electric car. That shit goes like ninety miles or some shit like that. And you have it, to charge like every every day. Day, yeah, at least. And every that's day. if you drive. I go at least a hundred plus miles a day. Yeah. And they don't have a supercharger network. No, they don't have a supercharger network. So they just have to. And go, it's like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's what I'm saying. Like BMW's so fucking dumb. Like they're trying to be this like this whole electric race game. No, who's dumb. dumber is people buying it. Yeah, Jason Chen. So <laughs> No! Somebody bought it? I think Jason Chen leased it or something like that. Oh my god. Shout out to you, Jason. I love you very much, you dumb bitch. I'm sorry. No. I okay. didn't know. That's so crazy. Yeah, That's you, you, if you I ever see Jason that. Chen out there and he's uh driving that car, throw a tomato in his face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> At least you're being nice. Tomatoes yeah. will squish. Like yeah. if it was an apple, that's kind of me. That's right. Throw a parrot, an Asian parrot in his face. <laughs> it's like three pounds. Anyways, guys, dude, we did like an hour and 20. That was Holy fucking shit. good. Nice. Hey, before we leave, what do you want to plug in? Um, yep. Yeah. Okay. So Buffalo Boys is coming to uh, DVD uh, and Blu-ray and it is now going to be all over Walmart. So you Oh, can, shit. It's all, all physical copies are going to be at Walmart. And uh, you can buy it on iTunes uh, if you don't want a physical copy and you just want to download it. But yeah. When's it coming out? It's coming out April 2nd. So today. Oh, April 2nd today. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 Hey, well, go ahead and cop that film just because Yoshi's in it. And, you know, he actually gave me a link and I forgot I had an Android. And then (laughs) I was like on the plane on this fucking flight that had no TV, anything. And I was like, I got that iTunes link. So I'm just going to download it at the airport. And I was like. I have an Android. I think I can't. I can't get it. <laughs> you had to download it on that. Yeah, I didn't bring a laptop either. I just had the oh. phone, so I didn't. I couldn't watch it. But you already know I'm gonna buy that shit and watch that shit and put oh. it on my wall, motherfuckers. But Genius Brain is on every audio platform out there. We're talking about iTunes. If you're on iTunes, give us that five star. We need it. We got Stitcher. We got Spotify. We got. Castbox, we got all that other good stuff, man. And if you're on that YouTube community, leave the comments below what you thought about the interview. With more people we should bring on. We got to get Peter on here. Mm. I get both you guys on okay. at the same time. It should we'll be dope. Sit on our laps. I don't know. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. I love you, stupid sons of bitches. Stay fresh and uh, adios. Peace out. <laughs>